Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Gio A. Roper, APR of Roper and Partners Public Relations. Gio is awesome to have you on the show. Great to be here, Gresh. Thank you so much for inviting me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Gio so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Gio is the founder and president of Ropert and Partners Public Relations. He is a nationally accredited, award-winning public relations and marketing communications professional with a diverse background and over 25 years of experience in both the public and private sectors. Gio is the person businesses and organizations turn to for top-level public relations and marketing consultation services, providing proven results that rise well above the rest. Gio, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I'm excited about this today. Thank you. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And I guess I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and kind of maybe start from the beginning and hear about your CEO story. We'll let you get started with the business. Well, I, uh, I started Roper & Partners. Uh, this is actually the second iteration of my firm. Uh, I had it uh, about 10 or 15 years ago. And uh, Actually, one of my very good clients ended up giving me so much work, and I was very small at the time that I, I made the mistake during a conversation and said, "You know, you, you're doing, so, you're giving me so much to do. You, you make sure you just hire me as a, as a, you know, your employee." <laughs> and of course, that was the that was the words out of my mouth. And then I said, "Oh my goodness, what did I just do?" Um, <laughs> but it turned out to be a great opportunity, uh, a place where I was really able to use my talents and skills, and so I stayed with that for a while. Uh, but then it got to the point where, uh, again, uh, just that entrepreneur in me came back out and then I said, well, I've got to go out and, and get back out on my own. And so I founded Roper and Partners, Public Relations and Marketing Communications. And I built the firm on a collaborative platform with not only myself, but the, the people who are smarter than me. You know, I, I've always said I, I know what I know, but I don't know everything. And so what I did was I built this this company with other PR professionals, other public relations firms. I've got marketing companies and firms working with me. I've got uh, copywriters, graphic artists, web designers. And so what we do is as a collaborative, we work together for the client. So I go in and I find out what the client needs and then we're able to say, okay, um, you need to have some really great digital marketing. Um, you've got a great website, so we don't have to work on that, but we also need to really build your brand and get you some recognition and reputation. You know, know and trust is so important these days uh, when you're doing business. So it's worked out. Um, I always believe the rising tide lifts all boats. And so why not an opportunity to work with others? Everybody makes money. The client's happy because they get a team that's designed especially for them. They don't have to go out and try and hire a marketing firm, a PR firm, uh, you know, whatever their needs are. They get it all in one package that's managed by one person. So again, you don't have that disconnect. You have everybody working as a team. So we get a lot more work done and we're a lot more successful for our clients. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And you create those kind of win-win uh, kind of situations and, and, and obviously experiences for the client as well, too. Uh, but I, I love that you kind of talked on, you know, how um, I think people don't realize how integral like each of these pieces are. They're each unique, but having uh, the opportunity to be able to um, have that synergy amongst those different services is definitely a huge thing because they all kind of have uh, their, that overlapping aspect. 
Yeah. And, and the other thing that I have found, and especially working with clients is, you know, if they do go out and they hire a PR firm and then they hire a marketing firm, well, they have no clue if those two are going to get along, if they're going to work together, if they have the same uh, attention to detail, they, that they're working towards the same goal. Oftentimes they might work in silos. And so your messaging could be disconnected. You may not have the same messaging going across all of your platforms. And so if you miss that step anywhere and the, Clients and, and customers, they see that. They're so attuned to things today because of the access to the multiple levels of digital media that they really will see those things happen and they don't do any business with you. Hey, Gio, I, I definitely appreciate you for breaking that down. And I find that a lot of people don't realize the synergies between kind of like the marketing and PR and how they're, they're not necessarily two dissimilar things. They, there's a lot of overlapping. And when you have two that are kind of synergetically working together, you really have uh, an awesome opportunity for results. You do, Gresh. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I have found is that there isn't really the silo of PR and marketing as there once was. Today, those two need to work together in order for the messaging to, to be strong and to be, uh, to have continuity, if you will, across different platforms. You know, so many times uh, PR wants to say one thing, marketing wants to say another thing. And if those two aren't talking to each other, if those two aren't on the same page saying the same message, clients are going to see that. Customers are going to hear that. So if they, if they see one message or hear one message on one platform and hear another on, uh, on something else that they read or hear, there's a disconnect there. And today's customer and clients, they're very savvy. They've got a lot of resources to be able to decide whether they want to do business with you. So if they're hearing mixed messages, that confuses them. And there's a good chance you're not going to get that client and keep them because they don't trust you. And again, I always go back to that know and trust. So continuity across messaging is very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes so much sense when you have that continuity as you as you spoke to. And like you said, sometimes when you don't have that in place, it can kind of block those opportunities that you potentially could have by having absolutely. that rowboat kind of going the exact same way with all that you're doing and all that you're communicating. So um, I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce, and it could be for you personally or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? It's the relationships that we build. Um, I very much am, uh, I feel I was born to serve that, uh, that I have not only naturally, but, but through the upbringing that my parents gave me and everything else is that, is that relationships are so very important and they have to be personal and they have to be real. So when I go into a client, I'm really paying attention. I don't want to talk about who I am and how successful I am or the things I've done. I want to listen to the client. I want to hear what they have to say. And, and the questions I ask bring those things out. And so it's a, it's a genuine caring. It's, it's not that I'm going through the motions. I really want to hear from the client. And I think that is probably one of the biggest things because I always hear from clients is that you listen, you paid attention. Um, you're not trying to sell me something that you want to sell me. You're trying to provide me with the things that I really need. And so, you know, call it secret sauce if you want. Um, I just call it having a, a, a compassion and a, and a love for people and wanting to help wanting to serve. Yeah, absolutely. Good old fashioned empathy and caring for, for others goes so far. And I think that uh, that's a great example of what you do. And, and I say this quote a lot is that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care and listening and, and engaging and listening to what they're saying and actually reacting to that. And having, having that good old fashioned conversation is sometimes the best way you can do that. You know, I'm, I'm such a proponent for picking up the phone or face-to-face -face meetings, or as we're doing nowadays, a lot more Zoom. Um, you know, Zoom, Skype, whatever platform you use, people want to see people. 
They want to know who they're doing business with. You know, I, I always say you could go through and, and you can do as many proposals as you want. You can write all the things you want to do. Um, you can send them whatever you want. But at the end of the day, there's still a human being who is picking up the pen and signing the contract. And so if you don't have the connection with that person, then everything else is really all for naught. You know, it's, it's really so important to, uh, to, to keep that human connection. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, millennials don't have that or, or the Gen Z's don't and, you know, and it, it's lost art. I don't see that. I see more people than ever really wanting to be connected. And the ones who are doing it right are the ones who are successful because it is, it's, it's a gift, but it's also something that it, it's a lot of people just expect. They want to, they want to see, they want to hear, they want to touch, they want to feel. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's just probably more ways that people can stay connected, but those essence of creating those relationships that you touched on and said so eloquently is, is something that, you know, everybody I think it's craving for and everybody needs. And sometimes we forget when we get into the, the numbers and the mission statements and things of business, but, and, and kind of at the heart of it, it's made up of humans and made up of people. And we're all trying to connect and, and reach our goals and, and want to be heard as well too. Yeah, this is this, the, these days um, that, that we're going through and, and uh, have really kind of, I think, uh, uh, reawakened that part of it. You know, I spend a lot of time and probably even more so now um, with these face-to-face um, chats and on the phone and calls and and I find people are very open to doing that you know you still have text and you still have email you, you, you need to have those because you that's where your data lies and that's where you can you know give them the things they need but really that smile that uh, the, the, the way you speak that your inflection and your voice man, that, that pays off in dividends yeah, absolutely. No, you said it very, very well. So I, I wanted to switch gears a little bit mm -hmm. and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So that could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um, I think it's preparation. Mm -hmm. It's, it's when I go in and I'm going to meet with a client before I, you know, I get the first call and yes, we'd like to meet. So before that, even that first meeting even takes place, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm going onto their website. I'm doing a deep dive there. Uh, sometimes a little too deep because I start catching a lot of things. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a punctuation, uh, you know, like I see it all. Uh, <laughs> but, but at the same time, and I go and I find out, I read stories about them. I find out, you know, I find their LinkedIn profiles, their Facebook, uh, all the accounts they have on social media. I Google them to find out if they've got stories written about them or anything that I can do. I do a competitive analysis. So I have an idea of who the people are that they have to compete against and, and to be able to rise above those others. And so I believe preparation is the key. And uh, so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice it could be around PR marketing, or it might be something you would tell a client or maybe even your younger business self. You can either be a first thought or an afterthought mm. in your, in your domain, wherever you are, that's your brand. That's you as a person. You can either be the first one somebody thinks of or the one they said, yeah, eh, I wonder if it would have been even worth it. So I always tell people, man, do everything you can to be the first thought amongst your clients, your customers, and your prospects. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of times, uh, you know, we hear about first impressions and things like that. And kind of along the same lines where if you are their first thought, you're the person they're thinking of. And I think that's, again, you know, going back to being noticed and being appreciated, that's what we all want to kind of be known for within our, you know, zones of genius, the thing that we do to make sure that we are that.
Yeah. I had one, one of my greatest mentors said to me, and this was many, many years ago, mm -hmm. he says, Gio, you can either be at the top of the ladder or you can be the guy looking up his pant leg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we all want to make sure. Exactly. We all want to make sure we're, 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 we're uh, doing our part to be the first one that's, uh, right. that's up there. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that too. And so uh, I now wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Gio, what does being a CEO mean to you? It means having the opportunity to change, to change a story, to change a brand, to change a life. Um, I take the, the honor of being the president of my firm very, very seriously. Um, I am always looking out for not only the success of my firm, but the success that others experience because of it. Um, I believe that to be a CEO, you need to be a leader. And that's not just saying and telling people what to do. It's showing people how to do that. Lead by example. It's, it's being empathetic. Um, it's being conscious. It, it's all those things that, you know, you have to do day to day. And when I say conscious, you have to do it consciously. You have to make sure that, that what you're doing, you, you have a reason, a rhyme, a, a method that you're, you're doing it purposefully and with a goal in mind. Uh, my goal is always to ensure my client's success and the success of my partners. Yeah, absolutely. I think when we have that kind of holistic um, kind of perspective and, and, and kind of, I guess, uh, mindset towards everything that we're doing that, you know, we're not just making an impact, you know, just in our world, but we're making an impact in the people that work with us. There are partners, of course, the, the clients that we help serve as well, too. I think when we have that, we start to understand, like, really, those kind of small things we kind of talked about others start, start to add up into those big things, because we are kind of making the overall world a better place. Yeah, a, a lot of little things, you know, and that's that's what you look at is is how many little things did you do right? Not that big picture, you know, success story. It's all the little things that you did from the, the moment you woke up to the time you went to sleep. Uh, how did that at the end of the day impact somebody's life? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, we sometimes forget that somebody's small things might be uh, somebody's everything. And I think when we understand that and we have that perspective, we understand that we should kind of behave and, and act accordingly and understanding that we can, you know, make a big impact in anybody's life. Right. Think before you speak. You know, that's, <laughs> my dad taught me that and he, he was a stickler for it. And uh, he was a, a quiet man. But when he said something, it had meaning. Yeah. And I've had impact as well, too. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Gio, truly appreciate your time. Appreciate that perspective as well, too. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you guys are working on. Well, yeah, we, uh, you know, I always tell people, um, and and I share that uh, we are your one-stop success shop. We bring together the best professionals to do the job that you need done to get you the greatest success. Um, you can find us at Ropert and Partners, the word and spelled out, ropertandpartners.com. You can email me personally, geo at ropertandpartners.com. Um, I am happy to provide a complimentary consultation. And when I say that, I don't mean I'm just going to try and sell you something. It's when I'm going to listen to you. I want to know who you are, what you do, and how I can help. And before we get off the phone, I'm going to even give you a couple of strategies that you can implement to kind of show you that, uh, hey, I know what I'm talking about. And we also want to see you start succeeding before we even set foot in the door. 
Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I think we all want to be successful. So I definitely appreciate you for, for creating that success shop that allow people to be able to do that. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And again, I think it's, it's so important, as you said, you know, so eloquently to be able to make sure that you may not necessarily know everything. We all have our lanes, but if you know the people that do know other things that we don't know, that's truly how you create that, uh, that successful energy that we need to, to kind of crush our businesses and be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely, Gresh. It's the awesome. truth every day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gio, truly appreciate you again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.